We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Support for this podcast comes from Wild Turkey Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Let's tune in to their one-on-one with Jamal, a real bartender from Old Fourth Ward in Atlanta. I really get into the backstory of whatever I'm pouring. Out of respect, there are literally years of experience behind these bottles. Wild Turkey, same recipe since 1942. If you want a true classic, this is what you want to order. Wild Turkey. Wild Turkey Distilling Company, Lawrenceburg, Kentucky. Copyright 2020, Campari, American, New York, New York. Never compromise, drink responsibly. You're just missing the guys that you should be playing. That like, just because your guys are in doesn't mean that like somebody else isn't is in that like you're like, oh, I should have played that guy. That happened to me two weeks ago. I forget who like randomly started, but it was somebody that like everybody played. And right, I was like, it, was, it, not... it was it was the guy. It was Christoph Kornerkick. He, he was in. <laughs> right. <laughs> How did you not see that? I mean, yeah. it's in his name. Everyone played it. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. My name is Andrew Laird, senior soccer editor of Rotowire. Joining us Friday, November sixth with Jordan Cooper, by Jordan Cooper, joined by, uh, to talk about Saturday's Premier League slate. Jordan, we had a two-game Premier League slate on Friday, which is why we are a little delayed, but they made up for it for this three-gamer on Saturday by letting Olivier Giroud be the most expensive player on the slate. Is, is there a reason for that? Uh, as I tweeted, I think they finally put in the uh, good looks into the algorithm, and so that's uh, who else would you put up there? You get points for like hair assisted or something mm. or, <laughs> or something like that. I don't know. Why is he 9,300? Winks, winks to Why teammates. Why is he 9,300 and Werner's 8,400? Um, it's a little wacky. A little wacky. I actually made that comment in the Discord and people are like, it's not that bad. And I'm like, well, for, like even if you throw out Giroud as the most expensive, like Zaha, Townsend, and Michael Antonio being more expensive than Werner... 
or really any of the Chelsea guys um, feels a little odd. Yeah, especially when Crystal Palace, I mean, Crystal Palace is an underdog. They are. They are. Like the goalkeeper, so, yeah. so when I saw that, I was like, the goal, not to like skip ahead all this, but I assumed that Mendy, Edward Mendy would be cheap because it's like, well, they obviously just screwed up the lines, but they didn't in terms of the goalkeeper. But I don't know. These are weird. Yeah, but I think I mean, you can get a better price on probably Leeds players. Slightly, yeah. Right. But I mean, this late, uh, it was still... Can, can we get to the point where there are fans in the stands that we're not we're not getting this? It's not coming this year, right? No. Isn't isn't COVID going up? I mean, we're gonna never we're gonna just constantly get these split slates where, I mean, I think on this one, I don't I don't think we have anything to worry about necessarily uh, as far as rotation. I mean, maybe maybe Fulham. I think uh, maybe I think Chelsea is really the one we would want first, but it doesn't really matter. Right, I don't think so. I think by the time you're switching players, like you, you could fit the guys that you want in. Yeah, I think the the biggest issue with the staggered start is just having to actually just check every three hours. Right, because this Two late hours. starts at 10 a.m. Eastern time, which means you're you're making your lineups when the lineups come out at nine, mm-hmm. and it ends at five o'clock. <laughs> right, because because of the, the the three o'clock game goes until five, so it's it's a work it's a, day. It's a full work day, right? Exactly. It's a, it's like going to work nine to five. Yeah, you know, and then of course you get screwed by a goalkeeper at the end. Right. Yeah. So it doesn't matter, but on on this late, so uh, the the early game ten o'clock is a uh, Leeds at Crystal Palace. Leeds are a plus one forty seven favorite, so barely anything. That's uh, one of the lower totals on the slate. That's the lowest. Mm-hmm. Minus one hundred five to the under two and a half. Then we have Chelsea at home. They're the biggest favorite, minus 256 currently against Sheffield. That totals close to three, but just a little tad under. And then uh, the late game is uh, West Ham is at home. Fulham's visiting, uh, minus 117 as the favorite. And that totals hovering a little over two and and a half. So uh, at forward, I mean, I hate, I, I normally hate forward, but. Are, are you paying nine thousand for Andros Townsend? No. <laughs> he has a floor. You you have to say that he he has a floor, but that's pretty much all he has. He, right. Um, he does have a floor. Uh, I think the floor could take a hit if Van Anholt takes on some corners because Milivojevic is suspended, and PVA was taking them before he got hurt last last season. Um, I just don't see a reason to take Townsend. I mean, like, the floor is the reason to take him over Werner. But to, like, have to pay 600 more to get the safety of, let's call it... 11 points? I was going to say 8, but, like, if you want to say it's 11, sure. Um, And I think Werner's floor, like, let's call it aggressively low calling it four, like two shots and a cross and maybe a foul drawn. Um, the fact that like Werner, Werner's goal upside is just so much higher, is the highest on the slate. It's not like hugely high. It's not messy in this week's Champions League, but like I just don't see the benefit of paying up for Townsend 
and then just losing out on upside that you'd get from Werner. Right, especially when we have on this slate there are midfielders to pay for. Like at 9,000, if he was only midfield eligible, I'd laugh you out of the I'd yeah. laugh you out of the podcast for playing right. him over some of the other guys in the midfield slot. So Absolutely. to me, to me, if I'm going to fill a mid, if I'm going to fill a forward slot on a slate that I'm not a fan of the forward position at all, I might as well take the highest goal scoring odds player if I'm going to choose at that range. But I think that the most popular one is going to be is going to be Bowen at 7,700. Yeah, I think because, so too. His floor hasn't been that great, but like playing home against Fulham is where you where you play guys like him. Well, his floor hasn't been great because the last three games he's been playing top top sides. Yeah. And West Ham aren't good. No. So like if you're gonna fill if you're gonna fill a forward slot with a guy that, you know, shares set pieces and has and still has decent goal scoring odds. Yeah, I he mean does. He, he's sitting there at plus two hundred. I mean it's very similar to Zaha and you're getting, you know, a fifteen hundred dollar, thirteen hundred dollar discount and he's on a favorite team. I mean I Palace is is a dog on this game to Leeds. So like I'd much prefer Bowen, but like outside of him, uh that uh, I I don't want to play anyone. Yeah. Um so West Ham played Tottenham, away to Tottenham, home against Man City and away to Liverpool. So those are the three that you were referencing he's who he's played against and he's been awful. There so I think there are decent plays on the slate if they were like 2000 cheaper. <laughs> like I would have considered uh, Lookman, if he was like fifty three hundred, but he's isn't he isn't he splitting set pieces or I mean at least in the last game right? I mean even if he like he's not getting that much from the set pieces anyway, but like let's say he did, like seventy three hundred is insane. Right? Yeah, that's it's still it's still overpriced, but I mean we're still looking at in comparison to to the player pool that's here. Mm-hmm. I mean I don't I don't have a problem with leads being. Uh, favored to go and play play Elder Costa, right? I don't. I've no, I've no problem playing. Uh, you love Elder Costa. Yeah, well, because I, I I lucked out with like he yeah. scored like two goals when I played him in cash last time. Uh, but I mean, but who else is here? I mean, Cavalero. I, he's probably not even going to be in. Yeah, I don't think so. Right, because if you're going to play the Fulham guy, if you're going to play someone like Cavalero, you're dead if they're not in because there's no one underneath them. Mm-hmm. Right. So I mean, in, in the late game. I mean, so who, I mean, that we're, I'm done. I mean, who else is easy? Is easy E going to be in? Probably, Probably not. Probably not. Right. So, I mean, there's, there's so many people in the forward pool. That's just like literally not going to play. So like who, who would you play? I mean, I think that is fine. I guess. I mean, I you're, guess you're just playing for his goal odds though. Nothing. Right. Else. I mean, but, but you're, play, you're, you're, why don't you play Hilaire? Yeah. You could play Hilaire or, uh, where uh, Yarmo, wow, he's a lot more expensive. I don't know why Yarmolenko's sixty eight hundred, but I think you you're in trouble if Hilaire doesn't start. Well, but if Antonio's out, who's going to start? It could be Yarmolenko. Well, he, who's going to start at, at center forward? He would. Yarmolenko? Sure. Have they been playing that way? When the hell has he been a center forward? He he's come on for Anto- He came on for Antonio in the last two or the la- Antonio's last two games. But have they switched formations? Really? Not really? They've been playing like with a false nine or something. Yeah. You never, you don't think of Yarmolenko as a center forward. Yeah, it's, it's more like a false nine, which Antonio basically is himself. Right, which... but at least Antonio's a target. Yarmolenko is the guy that typically would cross to a guy like Antonio. Yeah, I guess. Hilaire stinks. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah, but he's fifty six hundred. Yeah, 
So who cares? <laughs> well, I'm saying that's why that's a reason for West Ham to play Yarmolenko. Oh, okay. That's the reason. Okay, now I now I get it. But I mean, <laughs> it's not like it gives Yarmolenko much value as a center forward when he's primarily his floor comes from crossing. Right. Unless he's crossing it to himself. That would be helpful. Yeah. Even that's if Yarmolenko starts, he doesn't go ninety. What's that? Yarmolenko doesn't even go ninety if he no, does start. No. Right. He'd die if he goes ninety. Get out of here. <laughs> they have the international break coming up. So they don't okay, care. I guess does that. I mean, but this all this does is make me like, why don't I just play Lookman? Exactly. What, or oh. why don't I just play Werner? Just do Werner Bowen and just be done with it. Like I, mean, I don't. Just whatever. I don't have to worry about it. Anymore. Yeah, I don't think it leads you to Lookman. I think it leads you to Werner. Or I mean, I I think if you're considering Werner, then you can get away with like Abraham if he starts or Callum Hudson Odoi. But like, if you're gonna rely on a goal dependent guy. Take one from the highest implied goal total. Like, it's as simple as that. Right, right. Instead of like, oh, I'll save 300, get Patrick Bamford. That doesn't seem like a good idea. Right. And it's not like these guys, it's not like you have to pay 9,500 for these guys. Right, and they're most likely going to be popular, right? Right. Well, from an ownership perspective, go nuts on Zaha and Townsend, because I don't know why anybody would play them at those prices. Right. right. I think midfield is more interesting this late than anything else. Agreed. Because midfield, you could go a lot of ways. And I think I, it seems like half the player pool is overpriced. Seems like everyone on this slate is overpriced. I was going to say, like it's only, players, only half. The whole pool is overpriced. I think the only guy who's underpriced on the slate is Werner. It's kind of weird to say, but you're, you're, you're probably right. Because I think I think Ziyech is priced appropriately. Yep. I think Mount is as well. Mm-hmm. They, Chelsea's now splitting set pieces a million ways. So, mm-hmm. like, none of them don't even worry about who's on. It's just a little bonus. You get a little two point, three point floor bonus. Yeah. Like, who cares? Uh, the question is, what's going on with, with Leeds? Because with Phillips out, I mean, they they had, like, if Hernandez is in and, and Cleach is in and Harrison took a couple. But, I mean, but you're not getting a discount. I mean, Harrison's 7,900. You're not getting, I mean, they're all overpriced. Right. I mean, like, Harrison was 4,100 for NYCFC. So, like, <laughs> he that was back be. at the MLS. My, my, hey, I remember my roots. <laughs> there it is. How do I play for, how do I play an NYCFC player yeah. in an EPL slate at 7,900? And there was a time for Champions League uh, people, there was a time that New York City FC had Jack Harrison and Angelino. Somehow never won a MLS Cup. Anyway. Harrison should be more expensive than the other guys. Um, the problem is, is that the baseline for Hernandez and Klitsch is so high, unnecessarily high, that Harrison then just becomes too expensive too. Right, but then who do you play? We're talking about all the people that we don't want to play, but we have to play some of these players. Tom Kearney. Do you really want to play him at 6,900? Why not? Okay, I guess I, I, you're right. <laughs> Why am I, I, uh, what am I supposed to do? F- submit an empty lineup? I got to put players <laughs> in the lineup. I think um, I think you are going to have to pay down, and I'll explain why. I think you're going to have to pay down at one, either midfield or a or utility, um, and so you may have the money to like say, do I want to play Kearney, Harrison, or Mount? Um, and I think Kearney is the safest one for the price. I get, I guess. I guess there's no way I pay 5,600 for Jorginho. I could tell you that. Mm-hmm. 
Or there's Flint. one. There's one guy in midfield to me that sticks out, and it may not be the same. May not be the same guy that because you were telling me before that you know you got some cheapies at midfield, and I didn't. I didn't. I mean, I see cheap. I see punts, but nothing that that stands out. I I think one guy stand. I I I'll play this guy in cash, and uh, was West Ham is favored, and he he can get forward. You know who I'm talking about? Oh, um, Suchek. Yeah, okay. I thought you were going to say four nulls at first, and I was like, eh. Suchek has a, a, a plus two fifty goal scoring odds. He's forty two hundred. Um, he gets tackles. He gets shot. I mean, he's not a Quintus. He's not a crosser or anything. But in a favored position, when if if the West Ham is playing with three in the back. So with wingbacks, like his defensive duties aren't as strong. He's going to play box to box. We've seen him get in for, up on set pieces, so he's not going to be back. He's going to be up in the box for those. At forty two hundred, I think he has. I think for the price, I think he has a floor for the price, and I think he has upside at forty two hundred. As much upside as guys that are in the five K range. So, like, I have no problem punting with with him. I mean, it's not a true punt, but. 4,200 seems fine to me. The 5K range is a waste. Like, I wouldn't touch any of those guys. Well, typically, you'd, lo- you'd be looking in the defender range for that. Right. But I, th- I-, I like Suchek better than the defenders in that range. Um, You don't consider Sander Burge just a $1,200 cheaper version of Suchek? No, because he's playing for Sheffield United against the biggest favorite. He's 3,000. So, I'll, t- I'll, take the g- I'll take West Ham or favorite. Fulham's horrible. <laughs> West Ham, West Ham is the second highest. West Ham is projected, based on implied odds, to score 0.31 more goals than Leeds. And Leeds is typically, you know, a free-flowing offense, we don't care about defense type of team. Why aren't I playing what? Like, why aren't I playing West Ham? Like, yeah. like if I had a choice between West Ham and Fulham. I don't think Suchek is a And bad Sheffield? Player. I mean, come on. I'll, I'll give that to you. I don't think he's a bad player. Okay. I, I was actually wondering if you were going to walk me down the N'Golo Kante reign, like idea of like, well, Chelsea's heavily favored and he could take a shot. And, but I think Suchek makes more sense than uh, than Kante or, I mean, n- there's no way you're playing Jorginho. But right, I thought I thought I thought you were going to talk me into like you know playing someone like like Zambo and Gisa or you know like why are you pl- why are you playing these guys? No, I think Burge is the guy. He took a penalty last he- week. So he took a penalty. Wow. I'm just saying you don't get guys at 3,000 that are on penalties. True, but in the age of are horror. they getting a penalty? I mean, who knows? Well, you're right. Who does know, right? I mean. Well, what's the difference between him and Declan Rice? Is there any distinguishable difference? Penalties. Other than he took one. Yeah. We don't know. It's a, he took it's 100% a of their last one, Jordan. Oh, okay. He's got a penalty it's monopoly. Hot. Right. There you go. <laughs> um. He crosses. That's why. I or he guess. has been crossing. I'll put it that way. That's the difference between him and Declan Rice, or anybody in a three thousand salary range. There's no one else here. I mean, unless he managed to see a Max Myers start or something, that probably doesn't happen. No, probably not. Yeah, I don't think you want any of these guys. pretty gross 
Defense. Uh, the, uh, the Chelsea fullbacks worth it anymore? All these guys are overpriced now. They're yeah, not going to take that. <clears throat> I wrote my article that I think Reese James is worth it. Um, because he's not on corners anymore. That like you, you've seen like we've seen like a very consistent floor without having to worry about the set pieces. And Chilwell is priced as if he has a set piece monopoly, and I don't. He clearly doesn't have it. So I don't know how you like even if it's. Even if like James or as Piliqueta starts for James and let's say uh, Ziyech doesn't start, like it's still possible Chilwell doesn't get any set pieces because Mount takes them. Like there's just, there's too many, for that price, there's really just no reason to pay it with the expectation right. of set pieces. Right. Like I don't mind Joe Bryan either, but he hasn't been, he had barely been starting. Yeah. And he's going to be in the late game. So you're kind of screwed if you go down there. It's kind of weird to say, I know uh, if he starts, he's not your favorite person, but... Like what? What's wrong with Patrick Van Anholt at fifty four hundred? Nothing. I, I think he's fine. I think he's kind of priced to have some set pieces that he might not have. Right, but I mean, all these other like Stuart Dallas and Luke Island. The the Leeds guys are so expensive. Like I just don't understand why they're that expensive. But I mean, I'll play the West. I think Cresswell. Right, like I'll play the West End guys. Yeah, Cresswell's been playing as a center back, but he's also taken set pieces. So I think he's like as crazy as it sounds to pay 5500 for for a center back. I don't think it's that bad of a play, but if I'm there, like why am I not just Masuaku. playing Reese James? Or well, why don't I just play Masawaku? Why don't I actually yeah. play a full? Oh, you yeah, you could I think that's fine. Right. I think there's I think there's one guy that's going to be popular, probably be in my cash game lineup. A lot of people played him last week, but I didn't think the construction fit. Why, why aren't we just playing Nathaniel Klein? Nathaniel Klein. 3,100. 3, uh, I hear that sigh. He's 3,100. So you're telling me you'd rather fill up a midfield spot with Sander Burge than fill up a defensive spot on, on in a slate where every defender seems to be overpriced, and he's 3,100 playing as a natural, and he's a natural fullback. If you're going to play... Klein for 3,100. Why are we not playing Max Low for 2,600? Why aren't we playing Max Low? Because <laughs> he plays for Sheffield. Because it's Sheffield. It's like, I get you. You can't. You, you, I mean, you can, right? I mean, wouldn't I rather want to play a Palace player than a Sheffield player? Wouldn't you just rather the 500 in salary? What am I doing with the 500? What, going out to Dairy Queen with it? Am I going to need it? <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. What, so I could get from Burner up to Townsend? No, that's not, that's not <laughs> the money. <laughs> Is that even enough? It's not even enough. Oh, to Zaha. Or you something. need 600. I'll find it somewhere else. I'll ask him for a loan. Jeez. Um... I mean, yeah, Klein is fine, sure. On a slate where everyone seems overpriced, Klein seems underpriced. Like, he seems like he should be a 36 to $3,800. Yeah, that's fair. Like, he, it's not like he's great, but on a slate where you have to pay 7900 for Jack Harrison and, and 9200 for Andros Townsend and 8100 for Patrick Bamford, I mean, I mean like, like, it seems like a, a steal. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, uh, yeah. I also wouldn't like as I'm here talking about how the matchup doesn't matter, so you can play Max Low at twenty six hundred. 
I don't think I'd pay 3900 for Baldock on the other side. But truthfully, I mean, he's Baldock's a better player. Oh, yeah. Right. I mean, in, in, in a favored matchup, I mean, yeah, obviously. Yeah. I mean, Lowe was like, what did he have last week? 4.4 against Man City? You could have done worse. Yeah. I probably did pick a worse one. <laughs> um, I think this is a slate you pay up for goalie. Oh, on a slate where everyone's overpriced, you're going to pay up for goalie? Yeah, I think you I think you played Mendy. Okay. That's all I mean. Like, that doesn't mean, like, yeah, pay 54 for Fabianski or 49 for Messlier, but, like, I think Mendy... I think you can play Mendy this week. Well, in comparison to the, the, the odds of the games, that probably does make sense. The $400 difference, you'd rather gain so much more win equity. Yeah. I mean, even looking at the clean sheet, I mean, like, if you can, but Fabianski doesn't have that bad clean sheet percentage. No, he doesn't. Right? But, I mean, obviously Chelsea is much more, I mean, he's higher win percentage. So, like, mm-hmm. Chelsea's 68% to win, 43% for a clean sheet. Well, West Ham's 52% for a win and 35% for a clean sheet. So that, that basically says that that Chelsea's most likely going to score, but are they going to keep a, keep a clean sheet? West Ham, maybe they just don't even score, right? I mean, it's like, like yeah, because it's lower win, higher clean sheet equity, but why? I don't know why we're analyzing goalkeepers. but So the expectation is that Chelsea definitely scores, and... 43% odds for a clean sheet is higher than the goal odds of anyone except Werner and Abraham among expected starters. And he costs 3000 less. Right. And, and and if you're going to get the win in the clean sheet, that's 10 points, which is the same amount of points as a goal. Right. Right. I think, I think Mendy would be make more sense in cash if you don't play Werner. I think, I think you can play both of them, but it lets you off the hook of like playing Ziyech or Mount. Right. Because the whole theory behind that is that if if the Chelsea forwards do well, Mendy probably gets a win, possibly a clean sheet. And the the people that paid up that couldn't have realistically gotten to Mendy in those lineups, you're equaling the goal that the other guy scores. Exactly. So I do that a lot with Man City. I mean, we've talked about it before. Yep. That like, if you're gonna fade Aguero on Man City, just play Ederson, because if Aguero has two goals, most likely Ederson's gonna end up with 12 points. But I think this is this is different in the fact that I think you're taking the primary goal scorer with him. It's the secondary guys you don't have to worry about, who we probably would be more interested in. Right. So so does that mean that uh, if we're paying up a goalkeeper? And we're playing, uh, paying up for at least one defender. Like, like so this is what, now I get it. This is why you're all in on Sander Burge. I mean, Sander it Burge, sense, it, right? sounds like, it sounds like a bad chocolate candy. I, yeah. I have nothing against him. Good luck with your three points. I mean, like, that's, that's all I look at. I mean. With Burge? Yeah. Yeah. If you need it, if you have everything else, okay, I get it. But does it, what, what makes him any different than – that's what I said. What makes it any different than, than, than Nathaniel Klein, at least the, his clean sheet equity? Mm-hmm. I'll play a center back at, at 
that's that defender before that. No, you're playing Max Lowe. No. We'll see. We'll see. I don't know. I about to wait for lineups to come out. This is the way it normally is. Lineups come out, and some guys not in, and then everything changes. Mm-hmm. So you have to be have to be prepared. So I mean, the first game, what's going to end up happening is that you know Van Anholt's going to be in, or Townsend's going to be out, and you're going to look at the Crystal Palace lineup with no Townsend, McCarthy, or Van Anholt, and go, who the hell's? And then the next thing you know, it's eighty uh, percent. Schlupp is eighty percent. <laughs> you know, like it's something like that, where right? like everyone's looking, going. I don't know who's going to kick the ball on dead balls. So, like, I don't know, I guess, guess it could be this guy. Or James McCarthy will be back. And it'll be him. He's the only guy in there. So everyone goes that down that rabbit hole, gets the three corner kicks, three yellow cards, and eight, eight, eight fouls. And, yeah, great. He took all the set pieces and got a negative one. <laughs> Way to go. <laughs> Easy game. Right, I just look for the bad things to happen. I've been doing well in in, in my contest. I've just been building one lineup, playing primarily cash games. So I, I mean, I I've been doing well, but doesn't mean I'll I'll be happy on the podcast. The uh, the full nine to five is a real pain. It's not that, but you set an alarm. You look and you go, oh, eleven thirty lineups come out. Yeah, but oh, if well. you happen to be doing like anything for that time, like, do you know my life? I. <laughs> Well, you, yeah, but I think the biggest problem that, because I've had this just for family reasons, like haven't been like all in in the morning. And the problem that I have is that when you end up checking lineups to make sure your guys are in, you're just missing the guys that you should be playing. That like, just because your guys are in doesn't mean that like somebody else is in, is in that like, you're like, oh, I should have played that guy. That happened to me two weeks ago. I forget who like randomly started, but it was somebody that like everybody played. And right, like, it was it not... was it was the guy. It was Christoph Corner Kick. He, he was in. <laughs> right. <laughs> How did you not see that? I mean, yeah. it's in his name. Everyone played him. Yeah. So, but that's the thing. It's like if you just open the DraftKings app and you see the checks, you're like, okay, I'm good. But like, you need to like actually check lineups and be like, oh, this guy I thought would be good is actually not because this other guy. And so, like, the whole like, oh, just make sure your guys are in. It's like there's much more to that. Um, Right, because you you even get edge. burned on people that like normally start at fullback, and then unexpectedly they're going to play a three-man back line, and like like we, we've seen that before, yeah, right? We've seen that. Like Bournemouth, you go like, oh, I'm going to play Simon Francis, and then it's like next thing you know, it's like Ryan Fraser's playing as a wing back. Yeah, and Simon Francis, you're looking you're looking at your app 27 minutes into the game, and you're asking questions of whether or not he's on the field. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, well, it happens with Cresswell. That like early on, like before he basically had this center back role locked up, it's like, why hasn't he crossed yet? Why did I pay fifty eight hundred for zero crosses? And you're like, oh, he's a center back. I the green check mark doesn't tell me center back. Right. Uh, that that's why you go to the road of wire, cheat sheets, and the website for the starting lineups and, and the formations. Yeah, it's right there. You get that right from Opta, right? Yes. Right. So it's anything. It's the same line. It's the same formation you'd see in like Sofa Score or any yeah. of the apps that would you would use and 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 then you click on the names and you could even get like their past game logs and even what positions they were in in those games all there as usual i'm selling this i'm selling the road of wire more than you are yeah that's why we that's why you're here right to sell things yeah sell, yeah right <laughs> um 
All right. Anybody who's follow for Jordan, you can find him on Twitter at Blenderhead. That's Blender HD. Uh, Theory of DFS podcast as well, which uh, is that under Theory of DFS on YouTube, your videos? Or under Jordan? Yeah, Taylor? just search for it. iTunes, whatever. Okay. So my, just follow me on Twitter. Who cares? Everything's there. Yeah, perfect. Um, we're also available in the Roadwire Discord, which is open for all, for all subscribers. Excuse me. Uh, if you have not joined and would like to, just go to rotowire.com slash chat. Uh, if you've been watching this on YouTube and enjoy it, please hit the like button and subscribe if you want to see more of these. And if you are on the regular audio podcast, if you do, please rate and review it wherever you listen. Jordan, thank you for that, and good luck tomorrow. Thank you for listening to the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. For more great content, visit rotowire.com slash soccer. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.